Welcome to New Week, New Music. Today we are going to bring you a special bonus episode where Eric and I discuss our semi-recent experience uh, with the Black Midi slash Black Country New Road concert that we saw at the Rialto Theater here in Tucson, Arizona. Just like like the concert, Brandon's not here tonight. (laughs) Fucking loser. He missed out, man. (laughs) So, yeah... um, Black Midi, and which was the headliner, and uh, Black Country New Road, which opened for them. Yeah, two bands that have been very much on our radar for you know for the last couple of years. Yeah, I think they've both been top ten for most of us for the last two years. With their both released two albums in the last two years, all which four were, albums are amazing. Yep, all near the top of our cumulative lists as well as you know. I think uh, they've all been in my top five. I think both years. I don't know. I think you might have had. One that was a little outside it, maybe. I think but. I think Black Midi the first year might have been a little out, but um, yeah. but yeah, they've been absolutely consistent. And I was a little surprised that Black Midi was the headliner because I'd had a kind of had this impression that Black Country New Road was the the more popular band. But I guess that's not the case. I don't or, know if that's the case. Yeah, I, uh, it might be the case after the this most recent album, right? But right. I, I think when they put the tour together, it wasn't. Um, and who knows? I mean, I would I would guess that they might switch it up the other way around sometimes too right? yeah they, i mean they they do a lot of stuff together they're yeah they're pretty uh pretty ubiquitous with each other i think um yeah so uh black country new road was the opener they came on first and well, first uh, let's talk about the line well yeah that's okay the, that's <laughs> i got I ahead that's, of myself that's there where the story really starts. <laughs> so we <laughs> so we get to you know the downtown area and uh it's a big ass line and um I think you got there before I did. Right? Yeah, and I'm and I'm uh, you know trying to find you and and um, I'm just you know so I'm coming out of the parking lot and I'm just looking at this crowd of people and my first reaction is that everyone in line looks like they belong at a black country new road concert. Oh my god, yeah. There is like there's dudes standing there with their vinyl in line like that they brought from home. And I don't even know like how to define the look. It's almost like a preppy introverted uh i don't know they look like the members of the band i mean <laughs> they, they look like it, the, the people in line look like those uh life is good shirts that yeah. were popular 10 years ago <laughs> yeah oh my god you know, and, and i go up to eric and we just like share a, a knowing look and <laughs> man every fucking person at that concert look, looked apart yeah i was this is one of the most like I think the only other time we probably—I mean, we we pretty much looked the part too. But even we like w- looked yeah. like like we would have been the outliers there. Yeah, we were. Like, definitely we weren't not. white enough for that crowd. Yeah. We were not uh, uh, preppy enough, or uh, musical nerd enough, or uh, uh, emotional on the sleeve enough to fit into that well, crowd. Well, and uh, you know, like. Like you said, you you got there a little bit after I did, so I was I was standing in this line for a little bit because I, I got there pretty early because um, traffic and my stop at EG's didn't take too long for for dinner. So I'm standing there in line eating my my sandwich and uh, I'm just listening to the to the crowd in the line a little bit. Oh my gosh, the the, the number of times I heard someone, you know, Black Midi's the headliner, but but I'm really here for Black Country New Road. <laughs> I mean, Ants from up there has got to be the best album in the last ten years. Like, it was just, basically a bunch of clones of us. Oh yeah, it was unfucking believable. <laughs> just listening to all these people have this same conversation, and they all, you know, they all give off like like kind of college sophomore vibes. Yeah, oh yeah, like, for sure. 
Um, and you know, I mean, here we are sitting, talking Never felt about so it, at home. You know, on a music podcast, so we're we're right at home oh, here. Yeah. But like the air of like, oh, I'm so cool because I've I know about this little indie band from England. I, it didn't, <laughs> there weren't many pretensions though. I didn't. No, get it wasn't. It wasn't yeah, pretentious. It was, it was just very like, uh, yeah. Like Small they, coffee shop vibes. Yeah, that it's like a, you know, very like the in crowd, the in the know crowd, but not pretentious about it. Right. Yeah, and everyone seemed very respectful, and we'll we'll get into, I guess, some some funny crowd stories as well later. But yeah, so we get in and yeah, so so Black Country New Road is opening, and they're you know the the interesting part about this is they've decided not to play any of their music that right that After they've Isaac released Wood up to left the out uh, left the band who was the the lead singer which is you know it's a it's a bold strategy cotton because uh oh hell yeah i mean i mean it's one of the, they had one of the biggest albums in the music snob scene two yeah two huge albums i mean that came out yeah. of nowhere and you know with him at the helm and i think he was the chief songwriter and not that the rest of the band isn't great but you know for those two albums um it was kind of mainly his show and now with him gone you know we didn't quite know what to expect yeah, and so, I mean, I think the, the the most important takeaway from that was the new music was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, they come out on the stage, and my first reaction is, they said Isaac wasn't coming. He's right there <laughs> holding a saxophone. And then after a while, we realized, no, that's just another dude in the band who looks just like him. The, these guys look so, like... Dude, it's it was uncanny. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they all look very similar. Yeah. <laughs> It's got to be something about the sense of style or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know, they've got, yeah. like, the similar haircuts. Right, like, the same, like, black, slightly curly hair. Both t- I don't know. It was weird. It was like, that's that's him. Oh, wait, no, it's not. <laughs> and then he starts playing. And it all sounded like he was playing the Jeopardy music. For, yeah. For so the first song, it was and then like, it wasn't. But, what the hell? And then, they yeah, they just started playing. and then they, they were, So they, they traded off um, the, uh, the saxophonist, the bassist, and the pianist all sang at some point. And yeah damn they're all really good yeah like i was not expecting you know three-fifths of a band to be like good singers right i mean for for rock music i feel like that's kind of rare usually it's oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you make the band and then shit somebody's got to sing and maybe they hire a singer and right yeah no they, they were all it was shocking it, I thought it the, really blended really well yeah. um without the one kind of front man type of thing um, yeah I, on i mean Ensemble I think the vocals is the is main hard. songwriter now, right? Yeah, that was the vibe I got I with her as name, well. But... Um, the, she definitely the the songs that I, she sung, which so I'm assuming she wrote, were uh, probably they they felt the most like the direction the band was going. Yeah. But the, yeah, uh, I would definitely agree with that. I think the pianist was the best singer, though. Uh huh. Yeah. She technically, she seemed yeah ridiculously good singer. Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked by that. Yeah. No. They. Uh, yeah. Um, they played about seven songs. They were all good. There was one in particular that I really hope makes the next album. I think it was the third or the fourth track, and I yeah, they, I can't really remember what they sounded like to be honest. At this point, well, they weren't catchy, but um, it's kind of I remember them being really good. And, it's kind of hard too because the Rialto is not a very good venue for listening. Honestly, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's a very live, very loud, boomy kind of thing, and so right. there's no subtlety there. You know? Yeah, and yeah. so it was. It's hard to pick out. Um, yeah, the sound design was not great for no. for for that band it really didn't work that well yeah i mean it, I, I think they didn't suit the venue very well and right. uh and then obviously them I'm, I'm sure they're not touring with like a super super famous sound guy or anything you know yeah 
They work got, better like a tiny desk. Yeah, type they've got of thing. got small band sound guy in a venue that's really not suited to them, and so yeah. that was that's a little unfortunate. But because how good would it have sounded if yeah. it was in the right place? I mean, I think it really would have enhanced it. Uh, that being said, it was still really good. And, yeah, um, and, and enough came through. I mean, I, 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 I don't hope all of those tracks make the next album because no. there were some that were not album ready. And I mean, I'm sure they're working them as they tour, but like there were a couple that absolutely were. Yes, and and if they take those those bits of the the music that I thought was album ready, and and maybe some of the stuff that wasn't, and rework it a little bit, like I could see them coming out with another really good album. I'm really excited for for the next one I'm, um, I'm if nothing else just to see if they can if they can stick the landing because they've got the material the, the quality was good yeah, it's, they've got at least a third of an album there from what we heard i think yeah that night. i think so too now in terms of like stage presence i gotta say i wasn't particularly impressed it was very um almost like concert like and and i don't mean that in terms of like a it's a rock concert i mean that in terms of like uh, like a like a, a symphony orchestra yeah, yeah they, they kind of I mean, that's what they are though yeah and and i wouldn't want enough, it any other it way be, it would be weird if it's they just were the like venue is not, and, yeah the venue is just not right for them no like it's not bad but it's definitely not the right type of setting to yeah. really get the experience you know, like the like the guitarist looks like he was embarrassed to be up there, and <laughs> nobody else really moved around too much. And they're kind of the, the saxophonist was just standing very straight and yeah, kind of yeah. in that awkward pose you have when you play alto sax. Oh, yeah, which yeah. I played alto sax, so I'm I'm familiar. Like it's hard right. to look cool playing an alto sax. So yeah. he's standing there looking like a band geek, like right. with a freaking spotlight right on him, just kind of going it was to awkward, town. Yeah, it was like, awkward. Yeah, it as was, hell. and that's like, but, the, but it fit that's, the vibe. It fit the vibe. No, that's the band. Like it's again, I wouldn't want it any any in any different uh, form. Um, if, if they got up there and were like cool, it'd be like you bastards lied to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the playing was good, but it wasn't like didn't blow me away you know they didn't sound like world-class musicians either. no no they they're um it's the writing that's so it's so writing. strong with this they're band. songwriters yeah. is what they, they are 100 i mean yeah uh, nobody was particularly like, i think the most impressive part in terms of like a single instrumental performance was probably the, the pianist singing or oh, yeah the, the pianist yeah probably her, her, her singing was classically trained voice was fantastic but uh, but otherwise i mean it, yeah everything this else is not, was like solid passable musicianship yeah but all supporting nothing very more. good song you know yeah. they're they're all you know professional musicians but but really no more than that but excellent songwriters yeah I'd, it's better to be a good songwriter I mean, obviously they're you know they're in time player. the dynamics are good they're, they're not hitting bad notes or anything they're right. they're playing the music and they're playing it well but but yeah in you terms can hear of, the difference yeah from them versus you know a proficient jazz band or even black midi i mean black midi was We'll, t we'll get to them later, yeah. but uh, there were definitely some some differences, some big differences. Yeah, absolutely. They were, you know, they were they were good enough to support their their excellent songwriting, yeah. which, you know, that's the strength of the band, and and yeah. it, it gives me it, it makes me happy that it was clearly not just one guy writing everything. Right. Like it makes me so happy that like the whole band obviously are good writers and and like good instrumental writers that support the. Uh, I will say the only thing I noticed about the new music compared to Isaac's music is it does lack a little bit of that um, space for a vocalist, I think, where mm, yeah. we're kind of like the vocalist asserts themselves and say, no, I need this or this to be different to uh, um, to really support it. And I think that's somewhere where yeah. having a dedicated vocalist for a band is super helpful. Like, um, I don't know if you've ever watched any of the uh, the documentaries about the Periphery albums. 
totally no, unrelated band, of course, but um, Periphery does a, they release documentaries about the making of a bunch of their albums. And, and one of the things that's interesting is the band would write the songs and then the singer would come through and make changes. You know, he would listen to the songs and, oh, you know, I need another four bars here or, you know, the singer is involved actively adjusting the song structure to help support a vocal performance. Right. And, and I think that's something you get when you have a dedicated vocalist, you know, sometimes singers are notorious for being divas, but by the same token, it's, if they have a really strong lyrical backing, it, it really, they can kind of write and adjust the music to support that. Right. This felt a little bit more like they're all clearly instrumentalists first. Yes. Which I'll agree with that is, for sure. It's kind of, it's different. It's a different vibe, but but that said, man, the songs were good. They were. They were really <laughs> they good. They were good songs. Yeah, the vocals didn't really take command of the songs the way they did on no. Isaac's albums. No, um, and, and they were not... Um, I don't think they were as polished or as like kind of deeply personal in a sense. They, were, they felt a little bit more... Uh, I don't remember the lyrics, but they did feel pretty... Uh, definitely... It still captured that yeah. really vulnerable kind of tenderness that, that defined... It's the same vibe, but I, yeah. it felt a little bit more metaphorical than like... Mm-hmm. I think Isaac put himself out there too much. Made some really yeah. <laughs> excellent art, but... <laughs> But, you know, that excellent yeah. art cost him. And, I, you know, I, I feel like this, these were maybe a little bit a little bit healthier in that kind of sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they were they were funny, man. There some, oh, uh, yeah. There were a couple of kind of funny uh, onstage moments. Um, like when the, he he started with the saxophone, and then he, uh, he got the flute, and then yeah. he, he, he blew the spit out of the flute <laughs> on, like, three downbeats in a row. <laughs> That's <laughs> gross. <laughs> So, exactly so the, fucking high school was, band room oh just yeah draining the just oh it just spit out of the instrument and there were a couple like awkward moments like that where like they didn't change instruments fast enough or they were kind of scrambling to like it, and it's great like it, yeah it, it really fit well and like and you kind of got the sense like here's this band of pretty talented musicians but nothing crazy who are great songwriters who went from being nobodies to having two of the most uh, in in music snob circles, two of the most renowned albums that have come out in the last couple of years, and you oh, just yeah. get the sense that they are in way the fuck over their heads, <laughs> and you can yeah. see it on their faces as they play. But at the same time, they keep coming out with great shit. Yeah, they're and, they're uh, rising to the occasion, but yeah, they are. It's, but it's it's like they're not like they're not. They don't polished. know what the fuck they're doing quite. They're they're it it feels like I mean now. We could be wrong, and this could be all a very calculated stage act to go with their image. <laughs> if so, that's which the would most be incredible. Acting. It would be incredible if it was stage. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't be mad because it would be fantastic. Exactly. <laughs> it would be amazing. But it, it definitely gives the vibe that like they are still you, figuring it out. How could you know? I mean, you can't. This is less than two years. I mean, they're and they're, they're, they're like, touring the Rialto. Like. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's probably like one of the smaller things that they're doing. Like this yeah. is probably small potatoes in terms. Of, I mean. It's got to be incredibly uh, intimidating. Yeah, to be in that I, I think situation. so. Um, I heard, I saw somebody on, I think it was the Black Country New Road subreddit, refer to this uh, this style of music with like them, Black Midi Squid as as windmill, is the like the name of the genre, oh, which yeah, makes like yeah. no fucking sense, no, except that, that I guess that's the uh, the name of a venue in like South London or somewhere where all these bands kind of started and got popularized. Gotcha. Um, but that kind of the reason I bring that up is 
it, it kind of feels like, oh shit, we're at a different venue than normal. Like they feel like a local band a little bit like, yeah. oh God, what's the shape of this stage look like? And right. they're, they're not, I mean, obviously they've been touring for the last two years and stuff. It didn't, it was not a sloppy show or anything. No, but, no, by, by no means but was it's, it sloppy, it's but it was still not polished. It wasn't polished it's no. a little raw no. still, which oh, is, yeah. I think, I think it adds to it a little bit. It's the, that's the whole mystique of the band. It's definitely interesting too to go to a concert where you've never heard any of the songs. Yeah, like that. Was, I, yeah, I don't think I've ever been to. I had a, no like, idea what to expect. I've I've heard, man. I think even most of the openers I I've seen live, I've heard at least some of their music. The right. big song they're gonna play, you know. Right. Yeah. And there was none of that with this one. It was all all new. all brand. I'd never heard any of the music, and it's very interesting. Yeah. It's not not the typical concert experience. So I was very kind of like it's a little weird and off putting as, as the audience, but. But it's That's also the best way to exciting I mean, you're hearing cool, music, yeah. you know, for the first time before a lot of other people have heard it, you know, stuff that might make the album, you know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what makes the album and like, well, like, oh, yeah, shit, we heard that. They were. The problem is, I don't know if I'll be able to remember it because I really can't picture the songs that well. I just, I don't know. They're not catchy. <laughs> yeah, they're very, they're a lot more, uh, a lot more microphones y than Taylor Swift right, you know? Right, right. <laughs> but, yeah. I think the best moment of that entire opening act was when um, they got the, the crowd to start clapping. And um, I'm trying to picture what song we clapped to because it doesn't seem like the band where you would clap. But it didn't for yeah. whatever reason they you know they got some clapping going. They they had the the crowd in. They it. They had you know? the crowd going, and then the guy who looks just like Isaac, he does a, a silencing motion with his hand, like a band director would do. Yeah, like he cuts and the it off. Entire audience immediately stops clapping. <laughs> Like, like perfectly in time perfectly with his little conductor time. motion. And then the look on his face was like, holy shit, I can't believe that just worked. Yeah. <laughs> like, just taken aback. Like, like, there was a noticeable, like, yeah, he was totally <laughs> taken aback by it. Because like, when the fuck does that happen? Conducted the audience and, I mean... No other audience no one, would not, do that. Not one person... Was there wasn't a... I didn't hear a single clap. Like, what other than a black country New Road audience would follow along with that yeah it was perfect <laughs> I, I mean it also i, I think speaks to the, the quality of the show that like the whole crowd was paying enough attention it, it to speaks not to miss how that. much the crowd was into it frankly it yeah. speaks to how excited the people were to be there i think because i think everyone at that show knew what they were yeah. seeing and wanted to be there which is it, cool it's not the type of thing where like people just randomly show up like i've never heard of this band let's go exactly which 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 um kind of weirdly ended up backfiring at the end but we'll i'll touch on that later yeah um, <laughs> yeah no great great show um yeah I, I they played it. for a while you know that was a pretty long opener i, I feel like they played for like 40 minutes yeah, I was or gonna something say it was, it was 40 45 minutes which yeah. is that's pretty long for an opening act right um which you know especially brand new music that they had to write in the last what like six months maybe right um reminds me of the stories i heard about ghost when they started touring that they got booked for headlining acts before they had an hour of music to play right and then they had to come up with that's how ghost started doing covers back when they were writing cool creepy music and not glam rock but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's i mean that's crazy that you've got these shows booked and you have to fill the airtime and it's like okay we have to write new music to do all of that right okay <laughs> good luck but yeah, yeah I think I mean, that's that, that about sums up Black Country New Road, and man, they were they were fantastic. Um, and then and then the real show started. Yeah, well, not the real show. That's the, the race was the, about to begin. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> so then Black Midi comes out on the stage, and you've got Jordy Greep, you got the. 
drummer. So 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 right off the bat, and then you got like, two guys who look identical. You you got to paint the picture here. So the drummer um, is just shredded. So he comes out there and oh, he's, yeah. he's in like, he's like jacked. He's got his know, shirt off. He's short shorts and basically just short shorts and shoes. Yeah. And the dude is like, I mean, he's got like an eight pack. He's yeah, that's absolutely it. shredded. <laughs> and then Greep is in like a full suit. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other guy, um, they're dressed like fishermen and they look almost identical. Yeah. The, 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 the bassist and, and the, the touring keyboardist uh, are allegedly there's only three people in the band, but every time I look them up, there's four people in the picture. I, and I think I the don't keyboardist know. tours with them and is kind of like a pseudo, like a touring member. Right. But yeah, the, the, the keyboardist and the bassist are both just kind of like one has the keyboardist has a hat on, but they're both wearing like a t-shirt, you know, they're just kind of yep. like, you know, slightly out of very, shape, wearing a t-shirt and cargo casual. shorts. Like, yeah, yeah. They got the dad look going and, on. And so, like, right off the bat, the band, like, they don't look like a unit at all. They're just like, <laughs> like, everybody just wore whatever the yep. fuck they wanted, which is just fucking hilarious. Yeah. And then they started playing. My God. You know, so we were talking about Black Country and we were like, they don't necessarily exude, like, crazy musicianship on every instrument. Yeah. These guys do. The contrast in just the level of skill it's unbelievable. was shocking to me. Yeah. It was like they started playing, and, I, and I, I don't mean this like as a disrespect to Black Country New Road, but the minute they started playing, like, this is what yeah tight music sounds like. like this is what world-class musicianship sounds like, and it was night and day different. Instantly than. obvious that they are just... All the, so the much better at their yeah, the synchronization unbelievable was, was almost disgusting. Yeah, I, I mean it's like it's the kind of thing like even if they all had a click track in their monitors, which I'm sure like, they you did. Couldn't, it, was, it was borderline like uh, electronic music in yeah. terms of how tight it was and how on the beat everything was the it, entire night. I, unbelievable. Not a single flaw. Not a single. One one hundred twenty eighth of a of a second of a beat off, like and, I, and their music is not easy to play. Fuck no, dude! It's like <laughs> it's, it's super fast. The time signatures are nuts. It's like and there's a and there's a lot of like disjointedness, like, like where you have to come in over, yeah. with sixty fourth notes on a downbeat along with the drummer, and like it, it's it was perfect. it was it was crazy. It's in it, it like. You know the guitarist is just flying up and down the neck like I'm gonna play a chord at the at the head of the guitar. I'm playing yeah. up at the twentieth fret and like at like sixteenth notes back and forth like. And they're wearing like t-shirts and shit like just not even giving a fuck. Well, it's, then, it's like effortless. Like, and then the singer starts fucking dancing. Yeah, he's like singing and playing like this and like doing like Irish dance. Dude, that guy's stage presence is unbelievable. Unfucking believable. And like and not that the other band members aren't, but um, I feel like Greep is like I feel like that's how people one must have felt best. when they saw Elvis, dude. Like no joke, like like that's the person that you. It's like, like the best comparison exude, I can think of. Like yeah, uh, he's a prodigy. Like, yeah, he's just like that is probably one of the most talent. If you combine the musicianship with songwriting, that's one of the most talented musicians alive. Yeah, just the f and the and and the. And on top of the, the like, musicianship and the writing, just the, the performance too. Like, oh yeah, he, he's so effortlessly like everyone is here to see this guy. Right, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, 
and, and stuff too like you know they're playing this insane music and like the drummer's sweaty so he throws a towel over his head and plays a whole song yeah blind with a towel right. over his head <laughs> the only thing they're not good at baton throwing yeah they could work on that one a little bit <laughs> and throw the drumsticks and miss like every time <laughs> just a lot <laughs> which is hilarious after they play for well because they didn't give a fuck like it was yeah. so everything else was clearly so effortless for them that they just started like fucking around on stage yeah. you know they, they play for like an hour straight uh, this like you know 30 second notes constantly never miss a freaking tiny tiny second of timing yeah and then he's just like flinging his sticks everywhere yeah <laughs> it's just like what the hell and it was cool seeing them i think the venue worked for them yes. pretty well well and, and part of it too is i think just the tightness of the playing overcomes the venue like the venue is very right. boomy and live and re reverb yeah and but they're so tight that it comes through anyway like right. if you right. were a little bit out it would get it would, it would screw it up that's true but yeah. they were just i mean they're so perfect that it doesn't matter yeah yeah, just unbelievable unbelievable and it added uh, a real element of tension and anger to their sound that you don't get on an album yes but especially because it's it's a little stripped back too like their albums are so much going on right and this and here was more it was like they emphasized the loudness they were able yeah. to lean into that kind of version of their sound and i think it played out really well and there even was kind of a i don't know if i'd call it a mosh pit but i'd I kind of was. I mean, yeah, I think it was. It kind of had a mosh pit going mosh pit at some going. point, and the music, you know, it kind of works. Yeah, yeah, the music totally earned the right to a mosh pit. Um, in fact, I think probably my favorite thing they did the whole night was, I don't even know if it was a song they've done or just they were just like jamming, but they just had this kind of tight, angry riff going on for like three to five minutes, and it didn't. It was just kind of like that sustained tension that you get kind of on like a Swans yeah. album or something, and it was just like just building, building, just building, building, slowly building. And man, that was it was some of the most uh, like intense playing they did the whole night, and it was just such a jam to just. Well, and it's it's so interesting where like you listen to like say uh, the most recent record and um, either there's horns, there's accordions, there's all this shit going on, and and live they. It's just the Obviously guitar, can't do bass, all drums, and and some keys, and and they they fill all of that space with just like volume and aggression. Right. It's like you they lost like ten instruments and somehow filled all of that on just raw performance. Yeah. Which was just mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. God, they were good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> if you get a chance to see Black Midi live. It's gonna be do it. It's gotta be the most mind-blowing performance i've seen live i mean it's, it's yeah it's definitely up there for me and 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 like all these guys could be you know if they wanted to they could probably be playing jazz in new york city with yeah you know the greats you know if they wanted to i think they are that level of skilled obviously they they chose a slightly different route um yeah, I think they're they're kind of pranksters at heart you know <laughs> they have to be a little a little nuts musically to yeah to write what they write but uh i think they went a really cool direction and these guys are i mean they have to be like savants i mean they're definitely all savants because they're they're that good dude, yeah. i looked them up they're like 22 yeah i don't know how you get that good their first album they were like barely out of high school yeah it's it, crazy it's unbelievable it's like and we know like i don't know many people personally but in our vicinity like we know a lot of um like jazz musicians who are world class you know, just from from our high school, and and like there were some fucking savants there, and yeah, and it's just, but these guys, oh my god, it's unfreaking believable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just, it was ridiculous. I mean, they're, 
I mean, I guess that's that's why they're doing a world tour and stuff. You know, it's yeah, it, it, the talent comes through, but it just unbelievable. Like these really are like the people that are that good, yeah. that young, that good. It's unbelievable. They're the kind of people that tend to go to conservatory instead of playing right. crazy rock music. Exactly. Yeah. I and mean, that's kind of what that's what this band is. It's a conservatory group that decided to play rock music. Play just <laughs> insane stuff. Yeah. It's which because sometimes those people aren't the most creative, you know. Yeah, there, there's there's skill, there's technical skill, and there's songwriting, and some people are really good in one camp, and these these guys are 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 impeccable in both camps. Yeah, and that's, that's a rare combination. That's what stands out so crazy is is it's the creativity in the songwriting is so so nuts, and the musicianship is there, which yep. is just unbelievable. That uh, I don't know. Seeing them live might have had something to do with with Black Midi jumping Black Country New Road and mm-hmm. yep. this year's ranking for me. But yeah, I mean that's fair. That's totally I, it's fair. Just, man, it left a real impression. Yeah, so they, it kind of leaves the kind of impression where like you listen to the music different. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You do. You do kind of um, kind of copy and paste what yeah. you experienced up close in person back onto the albums. Well, and, and like you listen to the Black Midi records, and you kind of assume that they're doing a lot of time alignment, a lot of studio magic, to right? Make it and, work. and then you hear them live, you're like, "Fuck, they didn't have to do anything." Yeah, <laughs> like, like they pretty I mean, much recreated almost the, not the entirety of it because there's a bunch of crazy instrumentation, but ninety percent of it they can just grab instruments they can and do just actually play, yeah. which is just unbelievable. Yeah, I, yeah, that was just wild to me. Yeah, that was what's. Yeah, you, you hear the record and you think they're more of a Yeah, it's like, band. oh, that must have been a lot of time editing and, you know, splicing and dicing. It's and like, then, mm, then you see it live and it's like, oh, oh, not shit. Really. Like, I mean, I'm sure they, obviously, I'm sure they edited their work and, you know, did their takes and everything. But, yeah. Most but, bands that do that kind of stuff, you hear them live and it's like you almost have to uh, entirely redo your expectations and view it as a different song yeah because i've heard live versions of you know incredible songs and live it's just like like this is not the same thing and you can tell that they can't pull it off without it's it's a very different experience yeah and maybe they you know lean into it and strip the song down or maybe they just it's just like a mediocre version of a great song and this band was not that just unbelievable yeah I, it's not the kind of record where I expected them live to be anywhere near as good as they are right. on the album, and they were. They were yeah. every bit as they good. They were every bit as good, <laughs> Which, if not better. I, I'd rather. I would rather listen to them live than album. I think they. I think it really brought out even more. Yeah, I, of the I, energy. And I kind of think the live versions were better. Yeah, which I would is agree. just wild for something like that. For something for that kind of song, it's pretty crazy. It just unbelievable. You would never expect after listening to the record that like, oh yeah, the live version is going to be stripped back and better. Yeah. Right? It's just, <laughs> doesn't make any sense but man it works and then we get to the end and let me say my biggest complaint about the rialto theater standing for three hours standing for three hours anywhere sucks yeah it's bad time at standing for three hours on a 15 degree downslope is fucking brutal and i think because at the end like i wanted an encore i think everyone in that room wanted an encore but due to the fact that it's a bunch of shy reserved preppy kids and the fact that we've been standing on a downward angle for three hours they all just kind of no left. one had the energy to ask for an encore <laughs> everybody just kind of like we just kind of yeah just kind of shuffled and i out. stood there i was like oh you know i'm i'm gonna stay like like yeah. i owe it to these bands or to black mini i guess would be the one to come out i like i owe it to them to ask for an encore and and part of me wonders like like if the band's feelings were hurt by that because clearly everyone loved it but like 
at the end, everyone just kind of left and it's like, fuck, like almost every concert I've ever been to, which I really haven't been to that many, but I think almost every concert I've been to, people asked for an encore and got an encore. And some of them weren't even that great of shows. And this no, was yeah. probably the best show I've been to. And there was no encore. It was just a really weird well, and I don't, phenomenon. I don't think they were going to do one either way, though, because like when, when Black Midi played, they, uh, they played all their like biggest hits mm-hmm. already they didn't have another track in reserve that like like you go see metallica and it's like, like if they don't play yeah. inner sandman you right, know, right, it's, right. it's the you know, that, that's right. the one that's coming but yeah, like but they, dude, they, didn't, they, they wouldn't need to they could they could, they play they any could of improvise them, yeah. something if yeah. they wanted to and just fuck around but i, I mean like the state the lights came on they started yeah. packing up before people yeah, left yeah. but and then i mean as soon as that happened people left but no i don't i don't think they were going to do one even if people mm-hmm. insisted yeah, i think I they were just kind of like that's what you got yeah deal with it you got what you paid for move on yeah it was but yeah that was a little interesting we need to normalize chairs yes for concerts i what mean the hell, good man. god i've been to a few concerts where i love the music but having to stand for that long really takes away from the experience like i don't understand why that's such a thing i fucking hate standing uh, I mean, the the only time that standing was, was worth anything was when I watched Deftones get sat on twice, but <laughs> I, I'm sure I've told that story on here before, but yeah. like, that was worth it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, standing is only good if you're moving around, like moshing, yeah. and I have no desire to mosh. That sounds scary. Especially so not rather, in the fucking Rialto. Even if it's like, um, like a, like a loud, like metal or hard rock concert, I would still rather sit. Yeah. I will enjoy the music a lot better if I'm able to sit. So I'm now I'm, I'm kind of wondering how uh, how Sun is going to go at the Rialto. <laughs> oh, it's going to be people like slowly swaying back and forth yeah. the whole time. Should be interesting. It's going to be people laying down. Yeah, <laughs> so I think Sun is best laying down and blowing with eyes closed. <laughs> That's the best way to listen to Sun. Uh, the Rialto, it's such a shit venue, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, yeah. I, I kind of love it's it good and it, bad because it is a shit venue. Like, yeah, it, it's it sucks, but I think the size of the Rialto is good. Yeah. I love the size and scope of it, but yeah, everything else is not the best. It just sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As a venue, it's not very good, but yeah. but there's something charming about yeah, it. There is, there is. Yeah, it's it's Tucson's place. Yeah. Well, so it was. So the concert was originally supposed to be at Hotel Congress. Oh yeah. And I'm like, I don't yeah. know that I've ever been to a concert at Hotel Congress. How big is that venue? Even can you even fit people in there? I, I don't know. I like I, I. If you've been to a concert at Hotel Congress, let us know because I can't imagine how that works, unless it's outdoor. Yeah, that's a weird one. God, could you imagine the pain of living in those apartments if they did outdoor oh, concerts God, there? Dude. <laughs> I can't imagine living in those apartments. It's just general. period. Yeah. yeah, it sounds kind of awful. If you're 20. Yeah, maybe if yeah. like in college. Yeah, sure. Anything else just sounds Hell atrocious. No. Well, I think that's that pretty much sums it up. They were both acts incredible live. Um, highly recommend you go if you get the chance. But yeah, totally wild. You know, if you have opinions or have seen these bands live and want to let us know what you thought about it, hit it up on our socials. Um, they're in the description. Make sure to follow us if you want to hear more on your favorite podcast platform and uh, visit our website if you feel like it. But thank you very much for listening and have a good night. <laughs>